It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. A lot to get to today. Quick podcast. As always, you can subscribe to the Locked On Bengals podcast on multiple platforms, including Google Play, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app. Right now, Mock Draft 4.0 is up for your viewing pleasure. Check it out at LockedOnBengals.com. And without further ado, let's dive in. Rogue Analytics founder Ryan Tracy is with us on Twitter, at RyanTracyNFL. He has a really good athletic-based draft guide, and you can check it out. You can get it at RogueAPC.com. Ryan, tell us uh, about the guide and what it does, how you look at prospects, and and a little bit about uh, how you can get it, how our listeners can get your draft guide. It is combinations that come into play on a standard variation of what a play would be for that player on the field rather than just a single test. And what it's been able to do is turn athleticism into a combination of moves that you have to have a little bit of sprinkling of short area quickness along with the ability to rush the pass or ability to get off on the ball uh, and put those all together and it's turned into uh, what is a very predictive and a very enlightening combination of factors. Um, have about six years worth of data going now on six draft classes and uh, that's really the evolution that it's come to. Yeah, I'm looking at it and there's a, a lot of graphs, there's a lot of easy to read just stats, th- things athletic-wise like you mentioned that I would never have thought about. Um, is, as far as getting your hands on it, I'm looking at it right now. Let our listeners know the easiest way. Obviously on the website, I assume, I, I know you also, you tweeted it out as well. It's it's pinned at the top of your Twitter. Yes, it's pinned at the top of my Twitter on RogueAPC.com. Uh, it is the, the main story. Uh, it is really the only product that we um, provide to the public. We do some consulting behind the scenes. Um, so really the website is for the public consumption. It's easy to find. It's the first thing up there. Uh, give it a click and uh, you'll be able to purchase it right away. Ryan Tracy is our guest. I, I have to ask you just because of an athletic matrix, and, and I know this is off the top of your head. Do you remember how John Ross last year's uh, ninth overall pick fared in, in your system and in your guide? It's okay if not. I know I'm putting you on the spot. No, for sure. In fact, I can pull it up here while we're talking, but I'll, I'll give you the generalities. Clearly, because of his long speed, both at the 40 as well as uh, he had a very good takeoff in terms of his 10 as well, that gives you what we break down overall athleticism, particularly for a wide receiver, into categories that include uh, initial explosion versus explosive range, which is going to give you that kind of intermediate area and how well they can accelerate to the 15 to 20 yard range. Uh, and then it'll also give you what you find in short area quickness, uh, you know, single foot plant cuts, being able to, to run double moves, that kind of thing. And the things that John Ross obviously excelled in because of his long speed, is going to be his deep range and his explosive range uh, was not anybody who fell short in any way. Uh, in the short area quickness or the parameters that aren't necessarily defined by the 40 and the 10. 
So, yes, a little bit of balance. When I look at him, uh, he has one of the higher scores in the overall matrix uh, that we've ever seen, uh, behind Tyree Hill and Chris Conley, but ahead of Emmanuel Sanders, uh, ahead of Dante Moncrief, uh, ahead of Jeff Janis, uh, and, and players like Julio Jones, uh, Brandon Cooks, even Odell Beckham. Um, everybody kind of has their own signature, and clearly uh, the depth and speed for Ross is there, uh, whereas players like Beckham, uh, Tyreek Hill have a lot more change of direction ability, and so that's really what differentiates them. Looking at athleticism, in the moment I think Bengals fans talk about athleticism, they think of uh, linebackers and how many slow, not as athletic linebackers that the Bengals have had outside of really Vontez Perfect over the past couple years. When you look at this draft, you look at the prospects. I keep hearing about how there's a lot of athletes at the linebacker position. Is that the case? It is. And not, again, not necessarily the guys that you think of in traditional terms. The, the hybridization, especially in the nickel and dime packages, where you get linebackers that have to cover, maybe even have to come down onto the slot, and it's not just tight ends any longer, that's really what's, what's changing the league. And when you look at uh, the athletic matrix back for, say, Luke Keekley or Ryan Shazier, and you're, you're looking at scores – uh, just in an numeric base, I know folks don't have it in front of them, but you're talking about low 94s to 95s. When you look at the class here in 2018, you've got four players at 93, one at 95. And so you're in that range of what can be elite in terms of athleticism for the position over the years. When you get down to the 93s, in comparison, you're talking about players like Jordan Hicks and Derek Johnson. Uh, Jared Davis out of Florida from last season, uh, and you get into that kind of scope so you can give yourself an idea of what it looks like on the field. As far as offensive linemen go, we're f- so focused on offensive line here. What athletic testing do you take into consideration when you evaluate offensive linemen? Uh, as I said, throw out the 40. Very concerned with the 10 because uh, the offensive linemen are going to play within the 10 yard range, right? Um, but again, not necessarily a full 10 yards. So you're looking then at how explosive they can be uh, within a, a shorter range, within three to six feet. And that's when you get into how their jumps affect how they come out of a stance and how explosive they are there. So that's certainly a component. When you talk about sustained power, especially in the run game, when you're trying to press off athletes, there's a component of the best press included in those matrix. And you still have the ability uh, for the screen game, for counters, inside pulls. So you look at their short area quickness as well and how well they're able to change direction out of their stance. Uh, a mixture there of three cone as they come around the curve to try and get downfield on a screen versus uh, the 20-yard shuttle, which is really going to give you that, that step plant to pull and get down the line uh, horizontally looking to pick up their block. So those are all components that mix into the offensive line matrix. And looking at the offensive linemen and and center, such a a huge need for the Bengals. And I keep hearing that James Daniels is the, probably the best center in this draft, but he's the most athletic, at least at the top of the class, as far as talent goes along with uh, athletic, is his scores based on your formula in the athletic matrix reflect that? They do. 
specifically when you when you're talking about the centers, um, and it's a little mix and match. When you look at how you're going to compare them player to player, it becomes a little more different. The short area quickness is what James Daniels excels in. Being able to change that direction, he's going to be big when he is going to cross the formation on poles. He's going to be big on screens. He's a little bit underpowered. When you look at his strength and power ratio compared to some of the other centers, you're going to find that he's not quite as strong at the point of attack. Uh, the drive is going to be there. He's not quite as, as explosive. So he definitely has his strength over on that movement skill. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ryan Tracy is our guest. Make sure you check out his draft guide at uh, rogueapc.com. Also has uh, a link on his Twitter. I'm looking at it right now. Really, it's interesting stuff. It's a unique way. You said you've done this for six years. Six classes, yes. A little bit of sprinkle in there from uh, players outside of those classes, just uh, some of the more elite prospects that are in the league now and, and really demand that attention. Looking at, and you could do this off the top of your head or if you want to look it up, but what are a couple guys that stand out that might have surprised you or they were just so freakishly athletic testing-wise in this draft class that stood out? In this draft class, there's been a couple of surprises for a guy that's uh, over 6'8". Colton Miller's athleticism is pretty pronounced. Again, uh, heavy on the short area quickness, the change of direction, as well as some power, but not quite as explosive uh, as some of past classes. Uh, he certainly stands out. Saquon Barkley is obviously touted for his on-field presence, uh, but his both power and explosive range matrices are nearly identical, and that is a, a pretty solid rarity. Um, he's far and above what we saw anything coming out of last class, including Alvin Kamara in terms of being able to get down the field and still run with with some power to his game. He's not just a shifty back that can get loose. So those two stand out to me. The interesting class is going to be in the corners. And Denzel Ward is a guy that has pretty much gone off the charts in terms of his athleticism. Uh, there's only two players. In, that I've tracked through these classes that have scored higher than him uh, in the overall. and That would be Byron Jones, who blew up the combine, uh, and uh, Ronald Darby as well. Uh, but when you look at him, his biggest attribute is, again, his range. He's got good change of direction uh, to mirror and, and play the player, but his best attribute is getting down the field and, and covering distance. Is Lamar Jackson the athlete, and, and I know he didn't run the 40, but, but is he the athlete that everyone thinks he is and obviously that, that he showed in college? I want to believe that he is because not only did he not run the 40, he didn't run any of his agility tests uh, that have been reported. Uh, maybe he did some for some private workouts, but those numbers aren't available to me. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't have the ability to run those without trying to just make an average for him. So. 
He's not on there. When I watch him on film, however, I think he is along those lines of Randall L. and, and some of the players that you've seen try uh, to make that transition in the past. I'm going to be very interested because the short area quickness for quarterbacks is a combination of what they can do within the pocket when they're facing pressure, uh, not just sidestepping and trying to get out, but how they can move around within the pocket. And he certainly has skills there. I think the big thing for him is that once he breaks contain, he is able to stretch and get those yards downfield like, like a Mike Vick maybe, or like an Alex Smith certainly. So I like his athleticism there. I wish I could quantify it. I have to ask you, since we have you and you're the host of Locked on Chiefs, about the quarterback situation, because I think it's the exact blueprint that the Bengals should consider this season, maybe next season. But it's drafting, developing a quarterback, and then with Andy Dalton under contract for the next three years, at some point trading him. How do you feel about what the Chiefs did last year in the draft with Pat Mahomes? Yeah, I think they got lucky in that. In Mahomes, they have a player that lived up to what their hopes and expectations were. Um, not that anyone in this class couldn't, but seeing potential and getting a player to realize that is often uh, a longer road than just a single season. And I think in terms of that, they, they definitely did their homework, found a kid that's willing to put the time in and was willing to be mentored. Now, the flip side of that is uh, Alex Smith, uh, being the consummate professional he was, saw the writing on the wall and knew that he was not going to be the chief starting quarterback in 2018, but was still able to develop a report, pass on some knowledge, and was willing to do it. And I don't know Andy Dalton well enough to say whether he's going to want to enlighten and help along the guy who's going to eventually replace him, but do you think that's in the cards? Yeah, I do. I think Andy Dalton's one of the nicest guys ever. Like He's, so nice. he's almost too nice. So, yeah, I think he would help and honestly in my mind his success leads to that next contract he's he's a free agent in 2020 and i the bengals they're known for not paying big money for a reason i don't think they're going to offer him 30 million per year especially if he doesn't have playoff success and that's probably where it's trending towards as far as quarterback salaries go i have to agree and i think that does set you up to follow that scenario that if you can get a guy that you feel has the mental acuity to learn in that situation as a backup, especially someone who maybe has a history of being a starter, and that's an emotional thing that you have to get a young guy to deal with. But if they have the physical skills that you're looking for, I mean, not that Andy's you know, a bomber at the quarterback position, but I think that formula can work for the Bengals as well as it has for the Chiefs. Yeah, I hope it does. I'm excited to see Pat Mahomes. He's Ryan Tracy. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Ryan Tracy NFL. There's a link to his draft guide at the top of his Twitter. You can also get it at rogueapc.com. It's the 2018 Athletic Matrix Prospect Athleticism Guide. I like this, man. This is really cool, and it's it's also good to hear. I'm out on the ledge right now. I'm probably the only person in Cincinnati who still thinks, uh, thinks John Ross can be really good, so I'm glad to hear that he was at the top of the list as, as one of the better athletes. Yeah, I think if you can get him healthy and keep him healthy, Keep him out, out of uh, press coverage. I think you have something that you can work with, and I'd like to see him do some, some more deep crosses uh, and really use what he has as a tool, and then he can come back, work on some other things, and develop his game. Make sure you follow Ryan on Twitter. Ryan, as always, man, I appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. Thank you.
sir. That's Ryan Tracy. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Tracy NFL. I know it was a quick podcast, no music today. I'll be honest, the whole Brian Price news in Cincinnati has thrown my day for a loop. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. There's a ton at LockedOnBengals.com right now. Mock Draft 4.0. Joel Chandler has a unique dark horse prospect that you should be aware of that he wrote about that and so much more at LockedOnBengals.com. Until tomorrow, when we'll be back at it, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.